Welcome back to an all new episode of We Everywhere, baby. <laughs> I don't know what kind of melody that was, but <laughs> it happened. <laughs> and we're going to go with it. <laughs> you know, it's it, it's easy to carry the melody until you get to the title of our, 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 our show. Okay. It's really hard to put that into... Into the mix, you know. Well, do you do you know the melody you were going for? No, not at all. Then, of course, it's going to be hard to <laughs> stick to the melody. You're like, you know, the melody's really easy. Except, I don't know what melody I'm singing, so it's easy when <laughs> you know going with it, and then it gets jumbly. <laughs> Anyways, guys, what's up? Welcome back. I am your host, Nadia. Joining me, as always, is the fabulous Oh Marvelous. How we doing tonight? Let me hear you. <laughs> tonight. <laughs> it's always at night for uh, us. I know. <laughs> well, should we do one for the morning? How we doing this morning? <laughs> What's up Thursday? <laughs> Viernes. <laughs> Anyways, um, let's do a little recap of the week, shall we? Yes, let's get into it. And now for the weekly recap. (laughs) (laughs) Where where would you like to start? I mean, we have the VMAs, we have the Met Gala. Uh, Do you want to do personal recap? I mean, there's just a lot to talk about. Yeah. I have Um, a lot in my notes. Yeah, but let's start with... um, with we, a thank you to everyone that made it to the Zoom call. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hello. Our, Forgot about that part. Our ill-planned last-minute <gasps> Zoom call. Yeah. <laughs> that nobody came to. It was like, you know, we were standing there with the bowl of chips. I'm glad I didn't, buy any, I didn't buy that party sub. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah it was kind of our bad we it was a really last minute invite um so yeah we'll have to do that again with a better notice <laughs> right no but but for those of you that made it thank you so much and you know what some good stuff came out of it um have you heard did do, do you remember the nug club situation oh yeah ashley was telling us about that Mm -hmm. so um ashley one of the listeners obviously Mm -hmm. ash bash something something she put us on this subscription box called nug club yes which is obviously it's a a monthly or bi-monthly box you can choose whichever you want Mm -hmm. and they basically send you you know herb or concentrates Good, or edibles or cartridges yeah or vapes like it's like a it's it's cool you you go on there and you i guess every month you get to pick between two mm-hmm. between like edibles and and vapes or concentrates and flowers or like joints or whatever mm-hmm. so i was like you know what i'm going to give it a shot <laughs> <laughs> you know, I didn't even you didn't even tell me that you signed up or ordered it until I went into our IG today and uh I went in I don't even know because there was no alerts because like once one of us reads it, 
mm-hmm. it's gone. So it was somebody it was funny. Paula, she asked us uh, during the Zoom, who am I talking to when I'm on <laughs> Wait for Our Baby IG? Like, is it Nadia or is it Omar? And I'm like, honestly, it's a toss up. It could either be me or it could be Omar because it's kind of like whoever gets to the message first. Yeah. <laughs> so if you get an excessive amount of emojis, it's probably me. <laughs> <laughs> and uh if you just get really direct literal answers literal answers it's probably over that's true <laughs> typical male and female responses right there <laughs> um but anyways for some reason i went into uh our dms and i saw that ashley sent us a video of what her nug club nug club is yeah. that right <laughs> her nug club box club yeah um the contents of her box and then i saw like your guys' whole conversation how you were like oh yeah blah, blah. and then at the end you were like i ordered it and i was like oh i guess we ordered that <laughs> <laughs> we did i'm sure he'll tell me uh during the podcast <laughs> i know and um well that's the thing is like yeah i saw the video that she sent us i was like you know what this is cool it like it looks really legit right not that i had any doubts you know because it has a website and all that so and I'm a sucker for packaging. You know what I mean? Oh, this guy. So it's like, okay, this all this all stuff this looks looks great. And then I went on and I checked it out and I was like, all right, I'm gonna just go ahead and try it. Uh-huh. And then we'll be able to review it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh let looks, you guys know. Yeah, I'm excited about it. Like it looks cool. Um How what's it, the price range? It basically boils down to a hundred bucks and some change or maybe a little bit over a hundred dollars okay i mean i started with the introductory whatever you know how they always get you like 30 percent off your first right. this or that Ooh, um, maybe we can get an offer code i was actually really like after i signed up i even like hit up ashley about it and i was like oh you know what i mean i wish i would have had an offer code and she said she sent us one but i never saw it mm. so Sorry. No, I mean, like, it'd be cool if we got an offer code, a promo code that we could share with our listeners. Yeah, no, absolutely. Post them and see if we can reach out because now that we're on the topic of membership boxes and all that good stuff, Mm -hmm. a company called Wild Grain. I don't think I talked about this. Did I talk about this? No, no, you didn't. Oh, okay. Well, Wild Grain, a company um, called Wild Grain, they reached out to me and were like, hey, can we send you a complimentary box? Of, of basically bread. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yes, please. Here's my address. <laughs> yeah, who says no to a box of bread? <laughs> a box of bread. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah, seriously. No, but it was kind of cool because I, I started to look into their company and they're all about clean ingredients. And so they, they're this family that started the company in, in mind of like they were tired of eating bad quality carbs. And so gotcha. they wanted to create clean. I don't know if I would say healthy. I don't know. I don't know if we'll go that far because <laughs> they're still carbs and it's still white bread and what and grain and all that stuff. But right. um, there's still a vast majority of people who are still down with good quality bread. So if you're looking for quality pasta, quality uh, sourdough, everything is just um, made with really good ingredients. Um, no preservatives or anything crazy in there. And so they created this frozen to, you know, straight to the oven type membership. Mm-hmm. And they sent us a gang of stuff. We got, and, and every time, every month, you get free brioche rolls, 
which is a great incentive because yeah, we tried those brioche rolls and wow, just popped them in the oven for like five minutes and they were insane. So mm-hmm. good. And, and you could really taste the quality of the ingredient. It did taste really good and I didn't feel bloated or heavy afterwards, you know, like a yeah. lot of carbs. That well, I when you go on their website, you'll see that they, it, it, that's basically what they start off with, that they, they started off looking for cl- Clean and high quality carbs. Yeah. Like I would never even think to think of like a clean, high quality <laughs> carb. Uh, I was like, oh yeah, sure. Give them to me. However, like, <laughs> you don't I care. eat gancitos. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I don't, I've gotten to the point where I don't even, I don't even care if it's hostess or Seven Eleven. I can't. <laughs> whichever, whichever cupcake Terrible. strikes my fancy. <laughs> no. We must but focus anyway, on pure ingredients. Like you said, if you do join this uh, and get a membership, it's literally the first thing you see on the website as well. Free brioche rolls for life. Yeah. So they send you eight. So And I have a promo code right now. $10 off your first box. And mm-hmm. it is Nadia Moham official is the promo code. So if you guys want to try it out, um, check it out. It It's, I mean, they gave us these crazy cinnamon rolls, pumpkin cinnamon rolls. The pasta looks amazing. We haven't gone to that yet. And so we'll probably, um, the pasta could be a good video to make so we can show you guys like, you know, what yeah. we made with it and the review, if we liked it or not, which I'm sure we will. <laughs> Sourdough, everything. Yeah, but, really good. but like I said, from from what we've had, which admittedly is just one of these the brioche, brioche rolls, yeah. I'm going to say that it's probably worth it. Because the sourdough loaf, the ciabatta that they sent us, uh, like you said, two pastas and the pumpkin spice cinnamon mm-hmm. rolls, which you're going to like, and mm-hmm. I'm not, or I'm going to at least pretend Well, that you I don't like pumpkin, so. I'm not a big pumpkin spice. I don't have a problem with pumpkin. It's the mix of pumpkin and spice together that I'm not oh. about. But Delicious. before we go down that road, you guys can go ahead and go to wildgrain.com and uh, Nadia's IG handle. Yeah. Nadia Moham official. official. Oh, look uh, at that. <laughs> <laughs> We're in sync. Yeah. Uh, another thing that makes me laugh that when I think about like memberships and just like things that you want to buy online because you're such a sucker for that and i don't Man. know if we've talked about that I, <laughs> Wait, have we talked about that which one that we you're a about sucker the, for yeah well IG we, we talked a little bit about everything. it because of the cereal did you Remember, talk about the soap i have not talked about the soap <laughs> i got <laughs> oh yeah we talked about the cereal <laughs> now omar's uh, buying soaps <laughs> i did i uh another one of my you know? <laughs> Star Wars I soaps. can't stop laughing <laughs> it, Literally the commercial got me I was like okay I'm willing to, to Buy this little Star Wars soap <laughs> Star so, Wars <laughs> So it's a It's it's a soap company Called Dr. Squatch Or Dr. Sasquatch or something like that um, We have Where Baby's not sponsored by anybody <laughs> Not Wild Grain Not, not sponsored <laughs> Not Nug Club Not Dr. Sasquatch. One day we'll be sponsored. We're just consumers, just like everybody else out there. Yep. But yeah, it's called Dr. Squatch. And they were doing like a Star Wars collection or whatever. And I was like, you know what? Let me check it out. 
and I ended up ordering soaps. It's kind of like when you read this, that's like high quality carbs. So just applied the same thing to the soap, right? It's like, yo, we make our soap. It's cold pressed. It's this and that. I don't really normally care about any of that, but I was like, okay, (laughs) let's say today I decide that I want to buy an artisanal soap. Sorry, it didn't happen at a farmer's market or wherever. You know what I mean? I just bought it online. <laughs> and I've gone through two, we're like, you know, one and a half bars and uh-huh. two bars, something like that. Because I, I just kept them in the box for so long. Because um, we we had so much. Oh, my God. There's so many soaps. <laughs> there's a Yoda soap, a Darth Vader soap. No, I don't, oh, that's from that stupid Star Wars Jar Jar box Jar that I soap. There's no Jar Jar Pink soap. That's <laughs> he didn't even get watch. a soap. <laughs> They were like, look, let's just pretend this never happened. <laughs> let's never address it. But the him. point is that I gotta say they smell good. They, they lather do. up real good. Like Yeah, you like your lathering feel, soap. I feel clean. You like sulfates. So I wish they would give me a sponsorship, but they won't. Well, and I have no we don't discount know. code for what, them. They don't he doesn't have, what is it called again? What's it's called name? Dr. Squatch. Dr. Squatch. And they've got like a ton of different kinds of soap and they even get give you like this the grit like some have like heavy grit so they yeah i like i like those the scrubbies yeah yeah i like those but But, it's funny because i was telling a co-worker about it uh (laughs) he's like oh yeah i bought like some of that soap too and he goes be careful with the charcoal one there's like a coal one Uh uh-huh he goes because that's gonna like paint your bathtub you know he's like Uh, you can wash it off or whatever uh-huh. I think it's the same as like when you brush your teeth with that yeah. activated charcoal. Yeah. It just gets all over the place. Can't just... be any worse than my spray tans. <laughs> no, your spray tans leave our tub looking <laughs> just brutal. Yeah. It's a heavy formula. But anyway, yeah, that was the last ridiculous, like, I'm going to buy stuff based off like an Instagram ad. That's the better. last. That's the last. Yeah, let's see. Yeah, Market. Let's right. see when's the next one. I mean, you just signed up for the Nug Club. That was... I know, it wasn't an idea. That was word of mouth. That's completely Are different. you going to be honest about <laughs> buying stuff on IG? Okay. Absolutely. Let's see. It's like the the IG ads and buying things on IG is like the equivalent of watching those, those home shopping networks and you just sit there and watch. <laughs> I, love, I love that shit. I love that Or shit. good infomercial. Yeah. I love infomercials. <laughs> Did I... <laughs> <laughs> did i ever tell you about my plan to buy everybody in my family knives <laughs> <laughs> no you did not okay what is the show um cutlery corner uh-huh so it's it's essentially one of those qvc type shows you find late at night in the on cable and it, it's called cutlery corner and they, it's just a guy selling you knives <laughs> Knives and swords and machetes. I think I've seen it. You know, but it's all... (laughs) What I didn't know at first when I would first kind of stumble onto it and and then later found out is they're selling everything in bulk. So Uh, this guy's selling you uh and they're like ridiculous deals. It's like 175 knives for like 50 bucks or, you know, or something just... How could they be high quality? I mean, it's... Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right, like, come on, come on, and and you're like, whoa, that's seventy. Yeah, it's like something like that, and and you're like, whoa, that's kind of serial killer. Um, and then you realize (laughs) that it's, I don't know, it's like ten knives, but just multiples of that same knife. 
Oh. So I kind of go like, you know when you go to those 99 cent and more stores? <laughs> and there's like like a shitty like pocket knife or something you could yeah. buy there? I think that's what... Got it. That's where those people... That's the people that buy this shit the most. Yes. Like you have a small store, you buy a big lot of knives because yes. you sell knives, whatever. Okay. But because there's so many people in my family... <laughs> Everyone gets knives. It'd be so funny and very cost-effective... <laughs> To just buy <laughs> like a bulk of knives, Everyone gets the knives. for Christmas, one, everybody one gets a, just a knife. Just one knife. Yeah, just. <laughs> you better wrap that right. It's just like loose in the wrapping paper. <laughs> I'm just throwing it at people. Guess what? Ah. You get a knife. You get a knife. Everybody gets a knife. <laughs> and you know, and then you would know how much I like you based on the size of the knife that you get. <laughs> So if you end up with this with the samurai sword that comes with the set, the you're my favorite cleaver. cousin. <laughs> <laughs> what about the thickness? <laughs> some are larger, some are thinner. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I it's crazy how how much of a consumer of like that kind of shit I am. If, yeah. if it's just if it's not my money, it's my time. Yeah, and then you stuff, like talk you know? shit to me about oh, there's so much stuff. Oh, <laughs> yeah, but this that's guy. Different. But like, that's different. Be, remember when when they? I'm sure they still have them, but I haven't been to a mall in forever. I'm sure they still have. Remember them. <laughs> the as seen on TV stories? Oh yeah. Wait, like, no. Now I just know it as an aisle in a CVS. Yeah, that's all I remember. Something. No Walgreens. No, used to be like or Walgreens. Well, actually, I don't know CVS. Maybe they, maybe they C- have. Well, no, they, Walgreens definitely and Rite Aid. Maybe they all do. <laughs> <laughs> I think they all do. They all have the nose trimmer. <laughs> <laughs> they all have the uh, the sunglasses and then you drive at night. Yep. The hose, the wheeled up hose. <laughs> what else? What? <laughs> There's like a hose. Oh. <laughs> it curls up or something. You mean, yeah, the one that like looks like a scrunchie or <laughs> yeah. like a hair tie. Yeah, exactly. It, like, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> they got the foot scrubber. <laughs> the petty something. Yeah. <laughs> what else? What else? The sham wow. <laughs> I'm going off memory right now. I'm walking through the aisle. I'm looking. There's an alarm clock. <laughs> There's the uh, uh, like the microwavable egg cooker. Oh yeah, or, or bacon cooker. Yeah, man, we have a few of those things. I'm telling you because I that stuff. Just we have the bacon tray. We have the bacon tray. Do we have the bacon tray? Remember, it it, it you put the slide. Okay, here's the problem oh, with the bacon, yes, bacon tray. But, but not it's, for the microwave. It's for the oven. It's for it, the oven. It, has... it works. Okay, it totally works. Right. My thing is that like. They have vertical slots that you put the bacon slices in. Number one, it doesn't fit enough bacon slices. Right. Number two, I feel like the because basically you what makes it work is that it's sitting away so that the drippings go down and allows you to get a crispy bacon because it's not sitting in in grease or fat. Right. Gotcha. Right. But I feel, I understand the science. <laughs> well, maybe there are some Thank that you, don't. Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> You call that thing? Only a fool would know. Oh shit! Gordon Ramsay <laughs> has made one of his rare beers. You call this crispy bacon? <laughs> <laughs> you need to lay it horizontally. 
Too much. Terrible. Too much, Gordon. Too much. <laughs> too much of a good okay, thing. Okay, listen. When I lay uh, my bacon strips horizontal, my bacon strips, <laughs> I think of only one thing and it's disgusting. Um, when I lay them horizontal on top of that rack instead of vertically in the slots, it works better. So, <laughs> right. in conclusion, just get a damn baking rack and put it over a cookie sheet and voila, there you go. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. You don't need this tiny ass little pan that only fits four little slabs of bacon. Forget it. <laughs> it's just, don't get that one, guys. It's just so funny how how much of that stuff. Like, did you ever watch Shark Tank? Oh, I love Shark Tank. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, one of those love. guys, one of those sharks is, he runs the QVC, like uh-huh, one of those uh-huh. kind of deals. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if you make a deal with him, eventually it, it, your product will be at a CVS. Yeah, and, and, we've seen them. And we everywhere, baby, will buy it. And it'll be like, <laughs> as seen on Shark Tank. <laughs> I've seen it. Uh, you know what? I, I wish that, uh, like, we should do like a, like a listener mail where everybody sends us times that they've bought those products and whether or not it yeah, worked. Yeah, whether or not they worked. Let us know, guys. Did you guys get the nose trimmer? <laughs> Did you get... Do you remember we bought that baking, that like a baking tray? Oh, uh, which That one? was like pigs? Oh, yeah. So that you could we make like it. little pigs in a blanket with like It's those... literally just a rubber... <laughs> it's a silicone it's mat. It's a silicone mat with pigs in it. Like, you could order that on Amazon. You can order any shape you want. I think you can order all of this on Amazon. Yeah, of course. Everything's on Amazon. I know. They I'm working. monopolized everything. I'm working to make shirts and stuff with our logo on it available on Amazon. Is that right? Stay tuned. All right. Didn't even know it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, <laughs> so and that funny. concludes... Our segment of <laughs> should we like to buy a scene on TV? <laughs> we should make that a segment. <laughs> Random shit we bought. <laughs> oh, so uh, funny. Let us know if you would be interested in that segment, guys. <laughs> um, but let's move on because we had. Um, let's move on real quick just to get through VMAs and then the Met real quick because. What's funny to me about the VMAs is that back in the day, I was absolutely obsessed with the VMAs. Right. I was obsessed with award shows, period. I watched all of them, especially VMAs, just because it was a little edgier, a little raunchier, you know, music awards, but it was like not as classy as the Grammys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so it was a good time, you know, and now I didn't even know VMAs were this weekend. This past weekend. I had no idea till Darla sent me some shit and was like, I didn't even know the VMAs were today. And I was like, shit, me neither. It's, <laughs> it's just, just so different now. I mean, as much as as much as you're like as much as I don't hate on new artists, mm-hmm. it's not for me. Like, yeah. I've outgrown what their demographic is. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then and I haven't watched MTV in years since they stopped putting music music yeah it's like okay it's just jersey shore now yeah like i just (laughs) so i never know and teen mom you know what i mean and then because of like paramount plus that has mtv on there Uh uh-huh so i'm like oh shit i've been going back and like looking but they didn't put the vmas on there i know And, and we don't have cable so we don't even watch 
freaking award shows anymore, which is sad. Yeah, but that's why that's we have Paramount Plus because you can watch like the Emmys and you can. There's like, oh, that's true. There's shit coming up. Okay, you know? but for some reason, even though MTV is on Paramount Plus, they didn't put the VMAs on. Lame. Maybe they'll put it later. But um, I mean, I watched the yeah, performance. I, I didn't watch any of it. You watched it. How was it? So I fast forward through a lot of them, <laughs> and I won't name all the artists so that everybody that listens doesn't hate on me. <laughs> like, how could you fast forward through that? I mean, who cares? Um, <laughs> but there was, they were okay. You know okay. what I mean? Um, there's like a real kind of mellow vibe to music right now that I'm not about. Ah, uh, you know okay. what I'm saying? Like the wave right now is very yeah. Even in hip hop, even and in hip hop, everything is just like yeah, mellow and it's like kind of like singing, yeah, and yeah, and it's, it's like, just like it's like whoa, <laughs> yeah, like you know what I mean? Yeah. A lot of singy, yeah, with the auto tune, exactly. Even when there's post Malone, yeah. It, uh, so okay, cool. Some of the songs are good. Don't get me wrong, but like uh, it, it's just the wave that I'm not really riding. So you're watching all you of like these that high BPM, right? So you're watching all these like performances, and you got like Justin Bieber, and you got Lil Nas X, who always puts on like a crazy show. Like yeah. it was really good. Um, oh, you liked his show? I liked his like performance. Like I thought his shit was good. Um, I liked a lot of the sets. <laughs> you know, like crazy. Okay. Like the Justin Bieber set was like these kind of like mountains. It was like a kind of a Kanye ripoff. Well, type well, thing, but. Well, not to interrupt, but it makes sense that the sets are a lot better now because they're not doing live shows. Like, the award shows are not live anymore. So now they're able to... This one wasn't live, right? I have no idea. I would highly doubt. I don't know. I didn't watch it. I don't know, it. but it was packed. Like, there was definitely a crowd there. It but like, it wasn't one space, though, right? Because how... Th- I'm just assuming. Because how they've been doing shows now, uh-huh. award shows, is they've been splitting and filming them different days or throughout a whole day or throughout two days and they're able to really create these elaborate sets because the change-up doesn't have to be so fast where it's like an actual live show do you get what i'm saying yeah no i understand exactly the process that you're explaining yeah but but i don't know that i don't know about them about this one okay i just know that i'm gonna you sent me you sent me like a quick clip of I think Buster Rhymes. Oh yeah, and I was like, "Oh shit, Buster Rhymes performed like." Let and, me check and this out. Watching that or looking that up led me to, like you know, a YouTube playlist or something where they were just showing all of them back to back. Uh huh. So, like I said, I went through whatever, and I don't know if he played at the end mm-hmm. or not played, but you know what I mean. If he performed. performed at the end or just happened to come up on the playlist that way, mm-hmm. but I thought that his shit was dope. Of course you like, did. Like, one, it's, like, <laughs> prime era yeah. of my shit. Yeah. Like, my music. Number two, Bust two, is dope. <laughs> two, the amount of energy that he brings is insane. Yeah, yeah. And he rips it, and it's just, like, they were just... It was, like, a medley. It was, like, banger after banger after mm-hmm. banger. You know what I mean? I mean, Foo Fighters did the same thing for people that really like them. Um, Ooh, the shade. No, I'm saying, like... I, <laughs> I've never been like a huge Foo you know, Fighters fan, like so it's like I'm sure I like Foo Fighters. for people who really like yeah. Foo Fighters, they were like how I was with the Busta. Set, yeah, you know, and yeah, to yeah. each their own. Um, so like I said none of the performances that I saw were bad. Uh huh. Like on, I didn't see or be like, yo, that person. You also fast forwarded sucked. through all of them. But I fast forwarded <laughs> through most of it. <laughs> Would you even know? <laughs> yeah, some shit was crazy. Like there's some, like I don't, 
really I'm not familiar with like reggaeton artists. I don't particularly like yeah. reggaeton music. Um but one one of them I don't even know his name. That's how fucking Bad Bunny? I, I, nah, it wasn't him. Um Um It does don't let's not do this because I'm not gonna know even if you say it. Okay. Um but he had like big teddy bears dancing on Okay. So just like shit like that, I was like, you know. A lot of stuff that I'm like, Kanye did it. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of stuff was like, uh, I feel like Kanye, Kanye already did this. it. Yeah. But that was my experience with the VMAs was Buster Rhymes putting on an incredible show. Yeah, I got to check out his performance because I'm definitely a Busta fan. So I need to check. That. I haven't even checked out any of them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I was just like, damn, it's just so different now. You know, like like you said. I think we're <laughs> out of the targeted age group. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for real. And I also feel like there wasn't a lot of... Like, I remember back in the day, the VMAs had like a bunch of different kind of acts that were popping all at the same time. Uh-huh. And I feel like, like different this, genres? One, this one was like very hip-hop, R&B heavy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just, the, that's the music that's popping. And, mm-hmm. you know, I listen to it, I'm not hating, but I just don't feel like... And then I think the like, oh god, what are they called? Twenty one pilots or something? Uh huh. They the dude played a ukulele. And I was like, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> and I Aww. like one or two of their songs, but he came out, he was doing something on the ukulele, and I was like, I'm bored. Like, peace. <laughs> you get bored real easily. Though. Yeah. Ed Sheeran, I think, performed too. Definitely not for you. Nah. I was just like, okay, like, see, that's it what I'm sucks because it's like there's so many slow, romantic, beautiful songs that I love, and I'm just like, oh, it makes me feel a type of way, and I just can't even share that with you. <laughs> <laughs> it's just one of those things that we don't share. <laughs> I'm like, but don't you feel it? And you're like, boring. <laughs> I can't. I don't know why. You can't I don't do know it. why. Because I don't think that the music sucks. Like, I very rarely think that, like, music really sucks. Because I I love music. Right. But for some reason, and more and more lately, like, the slower the kind of song, I just, it it makes me anxious. That's so weird. It has the, like, they're literally the reverse. It's so weird. (laughs) So weird. But it doesn't happen if it's in, like, movies and stuff. Well, because you know it's I mean? background. Because, right, it's background. But if it's yeah. just like, listen to this, I'm like, ah, yeah. get me out of here. <laughs> Can't play no slow gems while making love, huh? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it was kind of like, remember when we were watching Ozark? And then yes. one of those seasons they put... To torture him? They put him in a, in a room to torture him. And they're playing this like metal. heavy metal music. And I was like, yo, this shit slaps. Yeah, but would you be able to listen to it like the way they they were doing it for him that loud and that long, nonstop, over and over? It depends. When you torture somebody with music, is it one song over and over again? (laughs) Or is it multiple songs? Like, is it a bad album? (laughs) I guess it's different for everyone. If you had to torture somebody. What's your torture album? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What's your torture album? If you had to, damn, I don't even know. Okay, we won't even say torture. If you had to get somebody, um, I can't like out of a house. I don't know yet. I have to really, (laughs) I have to research that one. (laughs) What would make you give up if they were blasting it? How about that? That's a better question. 
Damn. Like if they're like, no, you like get out of the house. Of, I like, like a no. lot of music. And they're like, if not, we're gonna blast this at you. Like one of those hostage situations. Mm. <laughs> Is there a song they could play over and over again that you would just it's like? Probably one of your damn songs. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of anything off the top of my head that I'm just like, please kill me. <laughs> Oh, uh, that's too funny. What if it's something it's like gonna a, bother like a me that I can't even think? <laughs> right? Like yeah, it'd have to be something so stupid like that. <laughs> it'd probably be like that song. No, it'd probably be that red dress song. Oh, in a red no. dress. Because <laughs> I'd be like the melody, the melody. <laughs> Find the beat. That song would probably torture me. Oh no! <laughs> Did we ever talk about that? <sighs> I don't know. <sighs> Well, let's do a real quick, a real like brief Please recap. Please, quick. There is, I don't want to focus there on is this There is a, <laughs> I guess, singer. I don't know. Um, I guess singer. <laughs> uh, but she directed, produced, choreographed, <laughs> edited the whole video. Like, there's a, She put out a whole video about it, but she created a song called Red Dress. And it at no point in the song does she hit a note. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's I, so anxiety. I know that you guys know some good singers and you know some bad singers. Maybe your friends, you've been karaoke, whatever. But they're they're gonna hit a note every once in a while. Yeah. This. this well, there's lady, no like melody to the song either. It's all over a, the place. There's a there's a chorus to it. Like, yeah, but it's the, a it's, catchy chorus. You remembered it. <laughs> you literally remembered it, and I played it for you once. And in the white dress. <laughs> Hold on. Catch me in the red dress. Something like that. Let's see if I can find it's so bad. this song. But I said it was a lover's deed. Yeah. Okay. That's my torture song. <laughs> At least go to the chorus. You want to hear the chorus? This is the part that's really going to get Nadia out <laughs> from her hiding place. Make it stop. <laughs> Please, it's enough. It's that last note. Oh. <laughs> what am I doing here? <laughs> <laughs> so, so sorry to do that to oh, you. Oh, guys. Uh, but you guys so can look bad. her up. Sarah No, Sarah we're Brand. just giving her more views. Well, okay. Before we move away from her, because we didn't really want it. This wasn't part of the show. <laughs> <laughs> this wasn't I, None notes. of this is part of Never. the show. Of but it turns out that she's... She's some kind of like a psychology major or uh-huh. something like that. And somebody put out this theory that what she was doing was this was like part of a thesis. They're like, this is an experiment. She's going yeah. to see if she can be that bad. Was that a that Reddit find? Probably. That she'll blow up. Do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. And I'll tell you right now, 
We've now given her two <laughs> views. But her video, her official music video, has 1.3 million views on See it. See what I'm saying? People like that bad shit. <laughs> we want to see the train wreck. We want to be like, I got to check out this terrible song. Do you know how many people we're going to send to go watch this YouTube video? <laughs> this red dress? I mean, they're going to love it. They're going to oh, hit us up. Please, being like, let's move on. I can't stop singing red dress. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's so bad. Uh-huh. <laughs> my goodness um you know what you did have it here in the notes about the met gala but i'm gonna be honest i you know nothing about I the know met gala nothing about the met gala you may give you a quick rundown sure the quick rundown of the met gala um so usually the met gala is held the first monday in may every year now due to covid this past year the 2021 was indefinitely postponed and now they hosted it at the end of the closing of fashion week this year. Gotcha. So that's the reason why they moved it. Um, but basically it all was the purpose of it was to raise or is to raise money for the costume Institute, which coincidentally enough is the only department at the metropolitan museum of art, uh, that has to fund itself because yeah, because they don't really take, the, the fashion portion of it all, seriously. It's kind of like a, they're like at the bottom of the totem pole, which is very, the really? Costume Institute, I should say. Oh, yeah. Okay. But still. Yeah. It's, it, as, as, um, the totem pole of art, Costume Institute is at the very bottom, which is so funny to me. I never knew that. I never realized that. And I learned that because I actually watched a great documentary. One day I was like folding laundry and I I had had it on our, our list for a long time, but I forgot about it. It was deep in there. Mm -hmm. And it's called The First Monday in May. And it's all about, <clears throat> they break down the 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 purpose of the Met, but mostly it's it's an expose of, of is, that a, is that the right word for this? <laughs> expose? <laughs> sure. You told me expose earlier. Now it's all in my head, <laughs> that word. <laughs> And we'll get to why. It's an expose <laughs> of the Met Gala. It's a documentary that that shows the one where they did China through the looking glass. Because every year they do a different theme. Okay. And the theme is based on the... It launches the Met Gala. Um, the, the event launches the beginning of that exhibit. Right? So whatever. So that particular one was China through the looking glass. And they had a whole exib Chinese exhibit. And so because of that, that was the theme of the gala and everyone has to come with some sort of something that makes sense to the theme. Okay. okay. So it's like a grand opening of, <laughs> of an exhibit. A museum exhibit. Exactly. Okay. So, so I that, mean, that's a genius way to like be like right. raising money. Like, okay, cool. Well, and so, then, so it all began. Okay. So this quick backstory, it began nearly a century ago. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna let it go, but even you didn't let it go. It was too good. It was a long um, time so basically, <laughs> so basically, a theater producer and a stage designer decided to put together a collection of costumes that the theater designers could look to for inspiration. So they had this idea: let's you know get all these together. This is this would be great. Then in 1948, a famous fashion publicist, Eleanor Lambert. 
who she basically launched Fashion Week. Um, she took over the Costum Institute benefit and turned it into a midnight dinner, which quickly became the party of the year. Everyone wanted to go to this party, right? right? Sweet. So we have the costumes and we have the dinner party. Then in the 70s, former Vogue editor uh, Diana Vreeland joined as a consultant. And that's when it kind of all started to come into play with the fashion and, and kind of look more like what we know it to be today. Right. But then in the nineties, um, f- um, what's her name? A- Anna Wintour, Vogue editor in chief, Anna Wintour, <clears throat> she took over, excuse me, <laughs> patched with all this knowledge. <laughs> 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 okay, Anna Winter takes over, and that's when she gets the guest list going, right? And she's like, boom, these are the people that need to be here. These are the important people. These are the moving movers and shakers in fashion and politics um, and entertainment. These are the people who are going to be in vogue. So she kind of links the people with the fashion, and we have the gala and the dinner and the exhibit and blah, 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 and here we go. Hmm. So that's basically what the Met Gala is. Dope. <laughs> um, I feel like I know now. Right? Was that was that a good, you know, I'm not as good as you, but. What did you guys think? <laughs> oh, they like it. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's all, all of it is to raise money for the Costume Institute. And so this year's theme was. Uh, it was launching two exhibits in America, a lexicon of fashion and in America, an anthology of fashion. So this gentleman, I cannot remember his name right now. It's going to drive me crazy, but he kind of like spearheaded, um, he spearheads the event. Now he comes up with the theme. He helps create a vision. He heads it all. Um, and they document him in that China through the looking glass. It's such a good documentary. And if you guys want to learn more about the Met Gala and just, just the, um, I think that even if you aren't into fashion, it's more about art to me. I think that the Met Gala and the Costume Institute and all of that, it's just about art. And okay. it's really cool to see what, just the deeper meaning behind it. It's just more, it's more than clothes. You know what I mean? And so, um, this gentleman, if I could remember his damn name, he decided let's do America. He feels like America is really trying harder with, the, you know, there's sustainability. There's a lot of things that are happening over here versus like in Europe. They're kind of like kind of stuck in their ways of fashion where we're kind of becoming more revolutionary right now in America. There's a lot of new designers and what whatnot. So he wanted to showcase that. And um, that was the theme. Now... <laughs> I'm sure you saw memes or gifts or whatever all over because every year right. it's a spectacle. Like yeah, yeah, for sure. Designers, they, they, what they do is every design house or designer, they pick a celebrity to dress, and that celebrity gets in for free too, <laughs> mind you. Which is funny to me because it's like, are we here to raise money? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the people like, that can afford the people that can afford it. <laughs> you're letting them come in here for free, like charge these rich fools so and that's why aoc alexander acosta uh, i never say uh, acosta cortez what is her middle <laughs> what's the o <laughs> what are you talking about <laughs> whatever aoc she wrote tax the rich on or she didn't the designer that oh. dressed her wore tax the rich okay and that kind of became um controversial because they were like well 
you know, why don't, why doesn't she pay for it? She's not paying for it, blah, 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 this kind of stuff. And it's like, yeah, but she's at an event where all the rich people, the eyes are on her. So, you know, it's a statement. Okay, I just looked her up. You're talking yeah. about Alexandra Ocasio. Ocasio, thank you. I was like, what is the O? <laughs> okay, oh, she's the one that wore that? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I saw the meme, and I didn't know it was her, but I just saw the meme where they put her dress next to a Chick-fil-A bag. Oh, my God. And it God. said, who wore it best? That's hilarious. I didn't know that it was her. It says, tax the rich, right? <laughs> yeah, tax the rich. Ah, uh, that's so funny. I can't remember the designer that... Um. Chick-fil-A. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah. I'm not good with all the designers of who or what and all that stuff. I forget. But, um, yeah, that's just basically what happened. And so, you know, it, it's just a spectacle. But it's really cool to see what everyone comes up with. Mm-hmm. And I really wish that they would do a documentary every year about the exhibit because I just thought it was so cool. The one, the China Through the Looking Glass. Mm-hmm. I wish they would do um, a documentary every year because they've done punk. They did camp. Um, what else did they do? Well, I mean, I'm looking at a lot of these pictures. Mm-hmm. And I mean, admittedly, I know zero about fashion. <laughs> but I don't know what like what screams America about any of this. But there's I mean, different, maybe that there's different references like. Like for for example, I could be wrong, but like Megan Fox, mm-hmm. she kind of has a very retro. It feels very Betty Page, like and mind you, I'm assuming that all of these are American designers. I don't. Are think they? So. No, they're not. No You're way. Right. They're not. I mean, whatever. It's not. I guess it's not for me to understand it. But well, uh, speaking of Lil Nas X, he came out in three outfits. Yeah, but wasn't one of them like a knight? <laughs> He was no. like in armor. It was like R2, not R2-D2. What's the other guy? C-3PO. C-3PO. <laughs> That's what he looked like. <laughs> and there was this this meme. It was hilarious. <laughs> I'm going to send it to you. And it said like what, what it really looked like or whatever. And it's this whole grid of pictures. And there's like a horse in one. And there's CP. Was it CP? C-3 or CP? C-3PO. <laughs> C-3PO. <laughs> Oh my god. I don't know this shit. Oh my god. <laughs> Whatever. Wait, are you saying that a character from Star Wars is a horse? No, I'm saying oh, okay. on the grid there's different pictures of characters. Oh, okay. Gotcha. And then you slide it again and you see that like who they really are on the red carpet. Like they're just making fun of oh. them. Oh. <laughs> I'll, I'll send Sorry. it to you. It's it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and then they had like Kim Kardashian as like the scream face. Oh yeah, seen those? That I, was I saw her picture. Yeah, that's when I was like, she dresses as a Dementor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, look out, Harry! <laughs> the Dementors oh. are at the Met Gala. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I was like, did you see Kim? He was like, yeah. Wasn't she dressed like a Dementor? <laughs> Expecto Patronus. I cannot. So, uh, one of my friends was telling me. That she was wearing something to represent BLM. Okay. And I was like, but what? Like, I don't really understand. What's the direct, you know, maybe like I'm not reading into it enough. Maybe it's obvious and I don't know. But I'm just trying to understand what the statement was. I thought it was more of a, hey, I'm back with Kanye. <laughs> like, that's literally what it screamed to me. Like, 
Oh, by the way, I'm totally back with <laughs> it, you know. It was Kanye. it 100% was. Yeah, because he Kanye designed there. this. Yeah, he wore it too. He wore all he black. He wore it too. Oh. Not the same thing, but he wore all black too. Um, but then he was like, he was like, maybe she's the black square we all post. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> what a representation of America. I died. <laughs> The black he also has a hood. This is a pair of Dementors right now. <laughs> Somebody check on Gary Oldman. <laughs> they went for the Gary. Met, from the Met Gala. And they went to go try to kill Sirius. Oh, well, I hope Emma Stone isn't there. Wait, is it Emma Stone? <laughs> Emma Stone. <laughs> What's her name? Emma. Emma Watson. Emma Watson. <laughs> Like all of a sudden, Emma Stone is is in Harry Potter. I forgot Emma Watson. Emma uh. Watson. But yeah, that's the the recap of the Met. I mean, <laughs> it was a hot. It was kind of a hot mess. It was like there were some really cool looks, but it just kind of it wasn't exactly clear what the theme. It was a tricky theme. I feel like yeah. To pull well, off. I mean, you know, you always get bombarded with the best and worst kind of things the next day or whenever you know. Yeah. So it comes up on my feed, um, on like not on my feed on Yahoo or whatever. Yeah. Hell, my computer's at at work run, um, and I was just seeing them give shit and to like, you know, certain people. It's like, oh, this was a miss. Some lady that was wearing a horse head or something. Yes, that's what I was talking about. The horse. Oh, okay. That makes sense. <laughs> and then they were like, oh, this is one of the best. And I think they're talking about like Billie Eilish. Right. Um, Hers was like an ode to Marilyn Monroe. Do you see what I mean? It's kind of like those kind. Like I felt like Megan Fox kind of had a Betty Page kind of reference with that little. Or like an old school Barbie. Those old I mean, Barbies. Her and. Um, but like her and. What's one of the uh, Kendall Jenner? Oh yeah, I feel like they just had Rose McGowan yeah. <laughs> as inspiration from the VMAs. Yep. So it's like okay, that happened in America. Well, do you? There's um this guy named Sebastian Hernandez. Mm-hmm. Actually, he goes by she they pronoun. So Sebastian Hernandez, cultural icon, LA native, artist, DJ, mover creator of you i'm looking at his ig or her ig right now um i don't know what exactly she does she looks mexican but she went in a g-string feathers and blood all over her body oh like a she goes by she they american thing yes that was pretty extreme but it's like yeah that's <laughs> i'll say at least somebody had the balls to do it <laughs> i mean if okay. we're gonna go there let's go there i mean cool that's how you want to <laughs> spend your night like <laughs> that's how you in a g-string covered yeah. in blood yeah, <laughs> sitting like... at dinner <laughs> next <laughs> to timothy chalamet <laughs> yeah. oh Sorry, didn't mean to get your He's white He's wearing all suit. white. <laughs> didn't mean to get some of this blood on you. <laughs> but yeah. But I mean, uh, it's tight. The feathers are dope. <laughs> it, to me, it's just more of the statement. I'm like, you know, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, if that's what it's for, and that's what the event is there for, you know what I mean, to 
It's art. It's a representation. It's, it's supposed American. to be representation of art. It's going to shock and awe you. Uh, like Rihanna, for example, she wore a beanie, a black beanie, and her dress kind of came up like a hood. And her whole inspiration was the black hoodie. You know, the mm, infamous mm-hmm. black hoodie, you know, that it's just like people get killed in black hoodies, you know, kind of thing. So, yeah, just kind of cool to see what they come up with. But, you know, we wait for all the memes afterwards to rip them apart. Right. <laughs> well, I think um, one thing we should also talk about that happened this week that we, before we run out of time. I know, right? Is the, our party in the Hollywood Hills. <laughs> <laughs> party I mean I wouldn't hardly call it a party it was just a small gathering of our family okay okay <laughs> why you say like I don't know <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that <laughs> <sighs> um, so it was Nas's birthday everybody knows that uh, they went out and celebrated went out to Joshua Tree we talked about that in the last episode but this time it was her actual birth date. Um, and so we all met up and hung out at this house in the Hollywood Hills. Um, and <laughs> it was so crazy because it's an Airbnb house, right? It's like really nice. The view was the view, the view was insane. Insane. Rooftop, like 360 view. And at the same time, you're, you're, LA. you're up there, you're looking, you're like, man, L.A. has this layer of grime <laughs> that you <Yeah>. can just. <laughs> yeah. It's like, look how beautiful the city is. Look at that big brown layer on Ugh. top. Yeah, Roby was like, what's that foggy layer? I'm like, girl, that's pollution. <laughs> oh, pollution. <laughs> it's the city's mugre. <laughs> <laughs> but we we went out there. We had a really good time. Yeah. And shout out to Nas. It was her birthday, September 11th. And mm-hmm. we celebrated her with our family. And it was just, it was a really good time. It was just really good vibes. And the, again, like the views, even from the living room, everything had like such dope glass, um, huge glass windows. And so we all kind of stayed up and watched the sunrise. And that was really cool. And it's funny because we we brought over a cake, like a cheesecake, right? Mm-hmm. A small cheesecake just to have her blow out some candles or whatever and <laughs> we're gonna bring it out and inside of the freezer of this Airbnb, oh, yeah. there's another cake yeah i thought that we they got like, her oh, another somebody cake. Else got her cake and what was the name on it carrie <laughs> happy birthday Car- it was a pie it was an ice it cream was pie ice- a mint chip ice yeah. cream pie yeah and then it looked like Vaughn goes, I wouldn't touch that. It looked like somebody got their face slammed into it. Yeah, it it's like they brought it out, slammed Carrie's face into it, <laughs> and then threw it back in the freezer. They're probably like, we'll get to it later. And, and then- whoever cleaned the, the house before we got there didn't empty the freezer. Yeah, they forgot about Carrie's cake. <laughs> I think that if... If we were, if it was more of a party where we were just raging, yeah, somebody would have eaten some of that. Pro- yeah, <laughs> somebody would have eventually gotten stoned enough to be like, you know what, fuck it, I'm gonna try this mint chip cake. <laughs> Does anybody have Carrie's number? We'll let her know that her cake was delicious. Oh my god! And then I went to a brand new client the next day for the Emmys. 
literally on like an hour of sleep. I couldn't even sleep if I wanted to. Like I was like wide awake. Um, but I went the next morning to a new client um, and she is a director and producer and she was being nominated at the Emmys. And so I went and glammed her up, crushed that. She was super happy. We got, you know, we hit it off and mm-hmm. that was a cool appointment. And then I realized, you know, I looked her up and I, I saw some of the things that she was involved in. Um, she was involved in the, she directed the, uh, on the record 2020 came out with a, uh, documentary called on the record about the accusations of sexual assault from Russell Simmons. And so I had heard about it, but it kind of, kind of got swept under the rug. I don't know if it's like the 2020 chaos or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I kind of researched more and it was like interesting because then Oprah pulled out of the project. It was just like, there's some like interesting things that happened with it. Um, but anyways, it follows this woman, Drew Dixon, who is basically or was a um, music exec at the time, A&R. She worked for Russell Simmons at Def Jam. She's claiming that he raped her along with 20 other women, 20 other stories, 20 other, you know, allegations. Mm-hmm. And nothing's happened to him. It's just really crazy. And so that's that documentary. But the but what she was being nominated for at the Emmys this year was something that Omar and I watched and and recommended to you guys was Allen versus Pharaoh, which was the four part docu series um, about the allegations against Woody Allen and his you know sexual relationship with his seven year old daughter Dylan at the time. Yep. And that was a very heavy. Very heavy uh, docu-series, obviously, as you can imagine, but very well done. Yeah, it was really good. And very, you know, I mean, it's always hard. I always have a hard time saying these types of things are good. (laughs) I have a guilt that goes with being like, guys, it's so good. You got to watch it. Yeah. You know, but I mean. Yeah, it's tough to, to. The expose. Yeah, it's (laughs) tough to want to recommend such heavy content. Such heavy content. Yeah. Without, uh, you know what I mean? Without, like you said, without feeling guilty that you're like being like, you really want to see some like sad shit, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Really disgusting, morbid, traumatizing content. It's different than if you, it's different than if you have a movie that has ultra violence in it. I mean that's hard too though. But like them, but it's, you know. Yeah, well no because that that was different. That was different. But I'm talking about just if you're like, yo, you, you know, watch this movie. It's a kick-ass action movie or whatever. You know what I mean? And it's like, okay, there's a lot of violence in it or oh, look at this horror movie. There's a lot of gore in it. But there's also that kind of dissociative thing that says, well, this is a movie, it's fiction. It's, you know, they rehearsed it, they dis they that. Right. And even if there's like a really intense monologue of somebody that's giving you some kind of backstory, you can feel it. You know, that's what art is. But when you're recommending like people's misery, if you will, like, yeah, yo, you want to hear about these 20 women that are, you know, haven't gotten justice or um, I don't want to step on on your like the list of her credits, but. Um, the other documentary that Amy Ziering has been involved with, there's one called The Invisible War, which mm-hmm. is about like the sexual assault of soldiers, of mm-hmm. female soldiers in the military. Yep. And 
Um, they're they're all exposés mostly yeah, on sexual one, misconduct in in yeah, any sort of. There's uh, another called Hunting Ground, which mm-hmm. is about sexual assault misconduct in colleges, college like, campuses. It's yep. very heavy, mm-hmm. you know, um, the like subject matter, but they're all done and they're all received extremely well. Yeah, yeah, she knows what she's doing. Her and Kirby, Kirby Dick, um, they both direct and produce. Um, they kind of like either take think, turns yeah, or they the, do it together. He's more the director, she's more the producer, but they seem to be like a like a, but she, a really good team. But she directed on the record, and she mm-hmm. directed uh, Alan versus Pharaoh. Mm-hmm. So you know, it was just kind of cool. Once you know, I looked her up briefly, and I was like, oh wow, she made that Russell Simmons one. I didn't see that. You know, it didn't come up for whatever reason. Alan versus Pharaoh. So I had no idea right. she had worked on that until I was actually working on her glam. And her assistant told me, I was like, "Oh, what is she nominated for?" And she told me, and I was like, "Oh my god, no way!" Like, we Omar and I loved that docu series. We talked about it on our podcast. Like, it was so well done. And so it was just kind of cool to meet her, to glam her. Um, and you know, she doesn't like a lot of makeup or anything like that. And so it's always. And she was used to her regular person. Mm-hmm. And so it's always daunting for a, a client to work with a new artist, especially she doesn't follow me on social media. She doesn't know my work, anything, anything like that. She's just trusting that her assistant found her a good person. And so a lot of times what people like Amy, who don't like a lot of makeup and like a very natural look they get these artists that say, oh, yeah, yeah, I know how to do natural. Oh, yeah, yeah, whatever. And they still give them this full beat. And they're so uncomfortable. Mm. So I could tell in her, you know, I'm going to give props to myself that I do have a wide range of, of, I can do a wide range of glam from very natural all the way to, you know, a full on beat. But I could tell in our appointment in the beginning, she was nervous. She was checking it. And then I, it was funny. I started seeing her smile along the way. Oh, that looks really nice. Oh, da, 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 da. <laughs> And then she stopped checking it as much. And at the very end, she looked and she was like, oh, my God, I love this. And she was like, I love, I like you better than my regular person. <laughs> oh, shit. Nadia's dropping the tea. Uh, I'm coming in. I'm coming in hot. And I was like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so hopefully we'll get to work together again. Um, because it's just... You know, she's a badass female and I, I, that's another cool part of my job is that I get to work with some really badass women and it's cool. I get, I, I gain something from them. You know, I learn mm-hmm. and yeah, it's just really cool. I mean, I have Tina, she's a therapist, you know, Mona, she's an amazing mother. Like I have so many cool um, clients that when I, when they sit in my chair and we glam, I'm so up and close and personal in their face that I get to know them so well mm-hmm. and it's an exchange of energy and, and we laugh and we share stories and it's a very intimate and personal relationship that I build with these women. And it's just cool that they all do such different things and come from different backgrounds. Cause it, it, it makes my experience, my life experience. Um, I don't know. It just, it expands it for me. You know, it's kind of yeah, cool. I mean, that's dope. I mean, if you get to keep working with, with people that not only are, you know, are awesome and, and great people like, you know, I mean, you, you don't only work with quote unquote celebrities or mm-hmm. stuff like that. So, you know, everybody gets a fair shake, but I mean, when you already kind of admire somebody mm-hmm. for doing like 
quality um like good work oh, god i the the word i wanted it just let's just call it quality work yeah that you know progresses things in a well, positive way by yeah, groundbreaking you know yeah. negative things exactly um i think it's yeah i think it's it's really it's really cool yeah and, and i will say this um if you want to check out a documentary that Amy Ziering has been involved in, you know, you don't want that heaviness of like a sexual assault. Uh, you can check out the bleeding edge mm -hmm. and the bleeding edge is a documentary about medical technology, but about how fast we're moving in medical technology that those advancements in that tech are might and do have negative effects on people. It's mm -hmm. like we're rushing too fast to get this like new tech involved mm -hmm. in medicine. And maybe, you know, we're doing that with, you know, unforeseen consequences. Right. Um, but that's a really good one too. Yeah. So that was kind of exciting. New clients um, got to glam for the Emmys and the Emmys, um, like we were discussing with other award shows, they're kind of everything is so different now because of covid so they were they're doing it on several days they're filming several days and they have like a holding tent area kind of thing where like if you're nominated you kind of wait over there mm -hmm. and then if you win then you go inside and accept or something like that and they film it and then they're gonna splice it all together which is what they you typically they're, they've been doing now like i think with the oscars or whatever they had different areas not everyone was in one area yeah so. and, and they have like creative emmys and i think there's like there's primetime emmys daytime i believe emmys there's like mm -hmm. there's a, a, a lot of different ones but yeah I there's mean, different categories you know, they... hopefully we'll watch whichever one's on paramount plus <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see what else are we going way over i mean not way over but we're over <laughs> <laughs> told you we had a lot to talk about mm -hmm. you didn't even talk about the fact that some lady hit you today <laughs> i know i got into a car accident today <laughs> let's end um, with that <laughs> sure so i'm at the <laughs> i'm at a light in traffic i'm not on on the freeway i'm on the road and the car behind me decides that they don't want to be in this lane anymore and that's fine and they pull out to the left of me and i don't know what this person was thinking or what but once they they actually came out they turned again to like go straight you know because you're turning left and then and in turning to go straight she hit me with the back of her car what right so I mean, this isn't going to work on an audio podcast, but she basically <laughs> went like, like that. It was like uh, weird. Okay. So. She like scraped you? Yeah. So she ended up scraping me, but she was in a Durango mm -hmm. and it, it shook my car. Obviously mm -hmm. it shook my car and I was like, oh man. And then it looked like she was going to take off because she busted a U-turn. Mm -hmm. So I immediately busted my U-turn. And I, like my tires squealed and all that, you know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. I was like, "Holy shit, she's gonna run!" So let me just grab her plates, you know, typical hit and run type scenario. <laughs> so I bust a, a Yui and she pulls out, and she comes out and immediately goes and looks at my car, and she's like, 
Oh, you can just get that off with gasoline. You can just throw a little gasoline on there and get that off. And I was like, okay. I was like, first of all, this isn't the 80s or the 70s where you're just throwing gasoline on cars. And, you know, like, well, unless I'm going to light it on fire, I'm not going to waste $5 a gallon gasoline on this scrape that you just put on my car. And I was like, okay. And she's like, my car is more messed up than yours. I go to the front of her car because I think she hit me with the front and there's no damage. Uh huh. I was like, what? And then I go and I see the side door, mm. the the passenger side back like the rear door mm-hmm. has a mean old scrape on it like a dent and a scrape going into the wheel mm. she hit me right on the corner of my bumper and i have a truck mm. so she transferred some like rubber from the tire and but didn't dent anything and i literally got to work and i wiped that off like she said <laughs> i was like give me some gasoline no just i wiped some you know but it was just more the the fact that she comes out. I hate when people do that. They hit you and they immediately come out and be like, "That is not. That's nothing. Like, don't worry about it. Like, yeah. you're good," because they they they're freaking out. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, okay, it's all gravy. Like, just go ahead and give me your info, and we can get out of here. Yeah. And she's like, "Oh, you're gonna fix that? <laughs> like, <laughs> like I'm asking for information." She's like, "Oh, you're really gonna fix that?" And I was like, "Yo." You already did what you did. Don't worry about what I'm going to do. Yeah. Like, just give me your information. She's like, well, here's my phone number. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, well, what's your name? Yeah. And she gives me her name. And she's like, well, I got I got to take the kids to school. So I'm out of here. I'm like, wait, but like, she's like, bye. And she went and she got in her car. And I took a picture of her license plate. And she took off. Mm-hmm. But it's like, when I got to work. I mean, work, you're not going to do anything about it. But here's the it. thing. When I got to work, I was like, let me literally examine what's going on. Mm-hmm. And there's literally nothing <laughs> on my car. I, I, so I wouldn't qualify that as a that's car That's how accident. I started the day. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. I hate those encounters. <laughs> at least, well, at least it wasn't that bad. Yeah, it could have been worse. Yeah, but that's Always. not the way you want to start your morning. Never. You know. Never, ever, ever. But you do want to start your morning listening to We Everywhere, baby. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I, I wish I had that sound. <laughs> you do have that sound. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, there it is. <laughs> I oh. think we need to wrap it on up. That's right. Close it on down. That's going to be Shut it this shit up. For us this week. Thank you so much for listening to us. Uh, remember, of course, you can go to wildgreen.com. And uh, use Nadia's discount code, Nadia Moham Official. And what does that get them? $10 off their first box and, of course, free brioche rolls. You're not going to regret that. <laughs> Once again, I am Omar. This is Nadia. You can find us on IG at We Everywhere Baby Podcast. And Nadia Moham Official. And O-M-R-V-L-Z. Bye. Bye. We Everywhere Baby.